Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Elemental Evan podcast. This is your host, Evan Roberts. And on this podcast, I break down health topics from a holistic and simplified perspective to leave you with actionable steps that you can actually use after listening to this episode today. On today's episode, since it is so close to New Year's, having just passed a little bit over a week ago now, of course, one of the biggest things that people do during New Year's is they create New Year's resolutions. And unfortunately, a lot of those resolutions do not last more than simply a couple months into the year, which is very sad to see. It's very tangible when you walk into a gym on you know, January 2nd as opposed to March 2nd. The January 2nd crowd is huge and it's hard to find weights and all this good stuff. And then unfortunately, you come around March time, that is not the case. It is back to normal and yeah, it's just not as crowded, which unfortunately means that a lot of people gave up on their New Year's resolutions. So today I'm going to provide you with some very simple and actionable steps to help build habits and reinforce these habits, which will ultimately lead to you accomplishing your New Year's resolutions and hopefully getting on track to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish to make yourself a better person this year. So uh, first off, really just want to start off with talking about how New Year's is just a day, right? And what I mean by that is every single day has the same amount of time in it, the same amount of setbacks, the same amount of possibility for, you know, achieving things. And, you know, really, it's just another day out of the calendar year. We just have placed some major importance on January 1st because, of course, it is the start of a brand new year. However, I think we allow that to get to our heads sometimes and we really kind of make it this day of like, oh man, once once January 1st comes, I'm changing my life. I'm doing all these things differently, which is great, of course. But I've also come across people literally just last year, 2023, it was the middle of September and I was talking about some health goals with someone and you know we were talking back and forth about what it was that we wanted to accomplish and you know then i started asking like oh yeah cool like what are you what what have you been doing lately to kind of like help these goals manifest themselves and the person just simply told me oh no no i'm actually i'm going to wait until january 1st you know it's going to be my new year's resolutions uh because you know there's going to be all the holidays coming up and i just don't want to have to restrict myself totally fine of course like i mean that if that's how you run things and that's okay but if you really think about it that is what, like three and a half months out of the year that were just kind of like given up on just because they wanted to wait until January 1st, right? It just doesn't really make any sense to me. So I think it's important for us to understand that, you know, the best time to start something is today. Like literally today, you know, that's the best time. Or Well, I guess the best time would have been, you know, a year ago or whatever, but the next best time is right now, today. It doesn't have to be some magical special day where you set all these you know crazy goals and a lot of them which are just completely unattainable and you don't really even know how you're going to go about it you know we can really just make any day out of the year new year uh new year's for us right we can make it the the start of us accomplishing all the goals that we're trying to accomplish so i just really wanted to mention that because you know if if we're really just putting life on hold all of the time um, unfortunately, we're only guaranteed today. So not to be that morbid person, but you know, tomorrow might not come and we have to all live and understand, you know, that reality. And for that reason, we need to take advantage of the time that we have today. So, um, yeah, don't wait 
to start your goals. If it's something you want to start, um, you don't have to wait to start them. You can start them anytime you want and, uh, and get after it, you know, just, um, yeah, try to improve yourself in any way possible on any day that you feel is the right day to do it. Uh, so that is something I really just wanted to start with. Um, you know, don't place too much importance on January 1st, because when you get super rigid with it, it can lead to really falling off with your goals. And also, um, it's just unrealistic. Like, why do we have to wait for this one time of the year to start new goals, right? So that's number one. Number two is, and I know this might sound kind of weird in terms of building habits and accomplishing New Year's resolutions, but you really need to start with your sleep. Now, I've spoken about sleep in terms of health and how beneficial it is for that, which it's incredible, but I'm not going to go into that today. We're really just going to focus on sleep in terms of willpower. So when you get a good night's rest, you naturally will have more energy and more uh, willpower to do the hard things in your life, which I'm guessing your New Year's resolutions are not going to be the most simple goals. They're going to be something that is kind of difficult for you. And um, of course, because if it wasn't, then why have you put it off so long, right? Uh, so it's going to be something difficult, which means it's going to take some willpower, at least in the very beginning when we're trying to build this habit. So getting really good sleep is going to be absolutely key here because it's going to make your whole day easier in terms of making those hard decisions. If you are tired and then on top of that, you're stressed out because of work and, you know, whatever the other crazy curveballs that life can throw at you, right? It's just going to make it harder and harder for you to make that decision to do the hard thing and keep up with your New Year's resolution. So getting really good sleep is so important here. You definitely want to prioritize your sleep this year because it's going to help you to make those hard decisions when they naturally arise. And on that note, when you get bad sleep, it's been proven that you're going to have more cravings for bad food, which is kind of just a downward cycle, especially because so many people have uh, New Year's resolutions that are really revolving around health and wellness. And uh, of course, you know, if we can wake up and not have crazy cravings, that's ideal. Um, and if you're waking up because you had terrible sleep and now you're just having these crazy high levels of ghrelin, uh, which is basically what makes you hungry, uh, you know, then it's going to be so much more difficult to say no to those salty fried or sweet or whatever kind of foods that are uh, definitely the culprit of us not living our best lives, right? So get really good sleep. And on top of that, I've, I've spoken about this on a different podcast episode, but when you go an extended period of time without sleep, like let's say like 18 hours, you actually have impaired cognitive abilities, even similar to that of a person who is slightly intoxicated with alcohol. So we definitely don't want to add more on our plate and make it more difficult for us to make these difficult decisions. So please, by all means, get really good sleep. Prioritize that as much as you can this year, please. If you want to hear more about how to get good sleep, I have other episodes on that. Um, sorry, I don't have the exact number of which episode it is, but just scroll back and you'll see it. It'll be clearly titled. Uh, so that's going to be number two. Now, number three is to stay consistent. I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but it truly is so important. So it's worth mentioning on this episode today. But when I say consistent, I don't just mean by, you know, doing something every single day. I also mean doing whatever that task is every single day at the exact same time. Because when you do that, you really start to lay the ground and framework for building a habit. So for example, 
when I wake up in the morning, uh, you know, naturally, I just make my way to the bathroom because I'm going to be brushing my teeth, you know, uh, hopping in the shower, doing my hair, like getting ready for work. And so naturally, without me even thinking, I could literally just wake up and then all of a sudden find myself in the bathroom because it's second nature, right? My body just knows, my mind just knows that, hey, when I wake up, this is where I go because I have to get prepared. And so it really takes the thought process out of doing these actions, right? Because it's almost like second nature. And so that's what we're trying to accomplish with, you know, doing these hard things that are our New Year's resolutions. So for example, if your resolution is to go running every single day, guess what? Put your running shoes by your bedside and your running clothes by your bedside, set your alarm for whatever time it is that you want to wake up. And then when you wake up, boom, put on those shoes, put on the clothes, you know, get your Fitbit or your Apple Watch or whatever it might be, your whoop, and head on out the door at the same time every single day. Because guess what? It's going to be really difficult the first 30 to 60 days when you're doing this task of waking up early and going for a run. But after a certain amount of time, when you do it all the time, every single day without missing, it's going to become second nature. And you're naturally going to wake up and just know that, okay, my feet hit the ground. I'm throwing on my uh, running shoes and I'm putting on my clothes and I'm out the door. And so it just takes the guesswork out of it. It takes uh, less willpower from you to make that decision because once again, these are probably goals that are, you know, a little bit uncomfortable for us. They're things that we don't necessarily enjoy doing. So we want to make a habit out of these and make it as simple as possible for us so that it takes as little energy as possible required to make the decision to do the damn thing, right? So please make it as consistent as possible. It's going to help you in the long run. Now, number four is going to be to keep your goals visible. This is a really huge one uh, because when you, at least for me, I'm a very visual person. So when I can see something in front of me constantly, it's going to just be a really good reminder for me. It's going to really stick in my head better as well. Um, so in terms of keeping your goals visible, literally you can just write down on some sticky notes your goals and just place them in areas where you're naturally going to be at, like maybe on your uh, refrigerator or maybe um, in your bathroom, like on the mirror or I don't know, at your bedside or wherever, right? Just a place that you're going to see it is going to be really important. This can also show up as a screensaver on your phone. You can literally write your goals like in notes and just take a screenshot and put that as your uh, as your screensaver so that it's something you're constantly seeing. But what we're doing here is we're really, uh, we're, we're making sure that this is a visible goal constantly, right? So it's a reminder to ourselves, it's motivational, you know, and this can also show up as images, for example. Like if your goal is to get six pack abs or you wanna get, you know, that bigger booty or whatever it is, right? Like you can have a photo of it and uh, you can post it on your uh, vision board if you do that, right? And this is just really gonna help keep us accountable, um, especially if we don't have people that we can rely on to keep us accountable. We really have to rely on ourselves, right? And a good way of doing that is to just make sure it's visible every single day, possibly in various locations so you see it more than once uh, during the day. And once again, it's just going to help ensure that you're reminded of this. Like let's say you do forget uh, to do whatever your goal is that day and you come across the note boom, it's going to let you know, oh man, I forgot to do that. I got to go make sure I get that in today. So that's a really great way of holding ourselves accountable. By the way, you can make this a really fun 
experiment for yourself. You can do a vision board, which if you're unfamiliar with what a vision board is, it's literally like a cork board or a uh, dry erase board. And you're just going to simply write down what are your goals for either the next six months or the year or however long you want to set it. And it can be monetary goals, uh, physical goals, relationship goals, whatever you want to do. And once again, we're just really reinforcing when we see this every single day, we're kind of embodying these goals and really uh, owning them, right? And making them a part of us. So definitely a huge proponent of, um, you know, making our goals visible. And I think it's super, super beneficial. It's something I found to be very beneficial when trying to uh, build a habit or accomplish a goal uh, that's a long-term goal, right? So that is going to be number four, is to keep your goals visible. And then number five is going to be to do something hard each day, which is likely your uh, your goal, right? It's your New Year's resolution. I'm hoping it's something that is kind of uncomfortable for you and something that you find difficult to do, right? Um, and the reason I'm saying this is because when we do difficult things, it is actually beneficial for our brains. So there's a part of your brain called the anterior midcingulate cortex, and this deals with willpower. And it's a neuroplastic part of the brain. So essentially, that means that if you're doing hard things that you really don't enjoy, they just absolutely suck to do, you're actually benefiting this portion of the brain. You're growing it and you're making it so it's bigger, it's stronger, right? You're going to have more willpower. And it's also uh, has shown correlation to uh, longer lifespans. So really cool uh, little piece of information here. And I'm actually sourcing this from the Huberman Lab podcast episode with uh, David Goggins. So if you know who David Goggins is, this would totally make sense why this was a topic on the podcast. It was a really good episode. Um, David Goggins, of course, he's super hardcore and um, he's got his own way of thinking, which maybe is a little bit uh, a little bit much for some people, but nonetheless, the episode was really good. Highly recommend to listen to it. But nonetheless, I really loved what they were talking about there in terms of the anterior mid-cingulate cortex growing from doing hard things, right? It has to be something that you do not enjoy. So if when you're going for a run, if you hate going for a run, you're growing that portion of your brain. However, if you love going for a run, it's actually not really going to grow that portion of your brain because it's something you enjoy. And then uh, Huberman was also saying that when you do not do enough difficult things in your life, this part of your brain can actually recede. It can shrink. So we want to make sure that we're doing difficult things in our life. Um, it's truly beneficial for the brain. So this is less of a, um, a little hack to build habits, but rather this is kind of a way for you to remember that when you're doing the things that suck to accomplish your New Year's resolutions, like let's say it is going for a morning run, if you wake up in the morning and you are just dreading going on that run, it just absolutely sucks. There's just nothing fun about it. And you're out there and it's, you know, you're running, it's cold, whatever it may be. Just remember this piece of information right here that you are actually benefiting your brain by doing the difficult thing. Okay. So remember that. Hopefully you can use it as motivation uh, while you're trying to accomplish these goals and it'll help keep you on track. Uh, and then also, this is going to be the last thing. I highly recommend that you do some form of reading. And when I talk about doing a form of reading, I really mean doing reading for um, habit building. So find a good book that is based around building habits. If you don't even know where to start, 
There's a really great book called Atomic Habits. I highly recommend it. Um, it's a really popular book, so many of you might have already heard about it. But, you know, once again, when we read, we're able to get all of this knowledge from leaders in their in their perspective fields and truly just like tap in to all of their teachings, which is amazing, right? It's one of the best forms of learning as we grow older, um, you know, and we're not exposed to, you know, classroom settings and all of that. So highly, highly recommend getting a good book on building habits. It's just going to help reinforce building these habits and accomplishing your New Year's resolutions goals. And then uh, these are just a couple of last minute points here. They're not really, um, I, I won't consider them the main points here, but number one is going to be to find your why. So why is it that you're trying to accomplish these New Year's resolutions, right? Like what it, what is it? What's the reason for actually doing this thing? Or like, do you want to be healthier? Is that why you're going out for these morning runs? Is it to look better? Is, uh, or, you know, if it's a relationship, like, uh, what's your why there? Why why do you want to be in a relationship? Like really digging deep and finding the reason behind what you're doing because that's going to really help you in the times where it absolutely sucks to go do the morning run or the morning weightlifting or whatever it might be or the, you know, um, so uh, like, I don't know, blind dating or I don't know, whatever it might be, right? Like those difficult things, they might suck, but if you have a good reason behind why you're doing what you're doing, then that is going to help you so, so much in accomplishing your goals. Also, I want to mention, do not get super tied up in, you know, being perfect, okay? So, for example, let's say you have a New Year's resolution of going to the gym at least once a week, every single week for the entire year. But then there's one week that you miss, and it just completely throws you off, and you think, oh, man, like, now there's just no way that I can accomplish, you know, uh, a straight set of, you know, full year of every single week going to the gym. Like, man, I'm done. I'm going to wait until next year and then I'll, I'll try again. No, please do not do that. Um, I always love to use this reference. When you eat one healthy meal, it does not make you a healthy person. And when you eat one unhealthy meal, that does not make you an unhealthy person, right? It's what we do a majority of the time. So if 80% of the time you're eating uh, super healthy food, you're probably a pretty healthy person. But if 80% of the time you're eating unhealthy food, you're very likely an unhealthy person, right? So it's what we're doing a majority of the time. Don't get caught up in perfection, right? Just try to be as best as you can and anything is going to be better than nothing, right? And we can always grow and build and get better. And next year, who knows, maybe you will hit a perfect year of going to the gym every single week, at least once a time, uh, one, one day a week, right? So do not try to be a perfectionist when accomplishing your goals. It's the majority of what you do with your time that's really going to dictate um, how, you know, how well you accomplish your goals or your New Year's resolutions. Uh, so yeah, those are going to be my main hacks, I guess you could call them, for building these habits um, and being consistent with uh, accomplishing your goals. Um, you know, and they can be New Year's resolutions or they could just be goals that you have any time throughout the year. Remember, there's never a wrong or a right time to start doing new goals and new habits, right? So very quickly, I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of this episode so you can reference this if you ever need to listen back to this episode. And also just to provide you with very clear and concise, actionable steps on how to build better habits this year, 2024, and accomplish your goals. So once again, number one, remember, there is no perfect day to start your goals. You can start your goals any time of the year 
any day that feels right for you. You don't have to wait until January 1st to start your goals. Number two, start with sleep. Sleep is going to make everything easier for you. If you get good sleep, you're going to have more energy and willpower to make the hard decisions to do the tough thing. Number three, stay consistent. Be as consistent as possible because it's going to take a lot of the guesswork out of doing these difficult actions, right? If you're consistent, you do the same thing every single day at the exact same time, every single day for the rest of the year, you are going to become very consistent at doing it, but you're going to, you know, you're going to take out the willpower of actually having to do that action, right? You're going to take away this guessing work. You're going to make it like second nature for your mind and your body to get up and do whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So stay as consistent as possible. That's number three. Number four, keep your goals visible. Please put sticky notes, uh, a vision board or uh, pictures, whatever it might be, but put them in various places around your house, maybe on your phone as your screensaver. That way you're constantly being exposed to your goals and it's keeping it at the forefront of your brain. Now, number five is going to be to do something hard. And like I said, this is probably your New Year's resolution, right? Like whatever the difficult thing is. And if, you're, if your New Year's resolution is not something that's difficult, you probably need to set a bigger goal for yourself because that's really where you're going to find the most growth. And just remember, when you're doing the thing that sucks and you hate doing it, this is a nice frame of reference to come back to where you can just remind yourself that you are benefiting your brain. You are growing this portion of your brain that is making you better at doing the hard thing in life. And it is correlated with a longer lifespan. So use that as a fuel source for you when you feel down or like you just can't accomplish it. And then number six is going to be to read, find a good book on building habits. Um, you know, truly reading is one of the best ways to educate ourselves in any topic possible. And uh, when it comes to habits, there's some really great books out there. Like I said, Atomic Habits is a great one. It's a great place to start. And there's many, many others out there as well. Highly recommend doing that. And then the last two little sub points that I had was to find your why. Remember, get clear on why it is you're doing what it is that you're doing. So that way you can, you know, have a very strong reasoning behind it, which is going to be beneficial, especially when your willpower runs out. And then number two was to not be a perfectionist. Do not get so focused on being perfect with your goals here. If you miss a week of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish or you relapse and I don't know, you're trying to give up smoking and you smoke again, like don't consider that to be the end of your streak of accomplishing your goals, right? It's just one hiccup in life. Life is going to throw you many of those. And if you can make a majority of this year beneficial, right? And, uh, in, you know, 80% of this year is focused on accomplishing your goals. That is going to be incredible. Even if you had 20% of the time where you messed up and you didn't do the things you were supposed to do, that's okay. We can always be better, but do not give up on your goals. And then all of a sudden, wait until, you know, January 1st of, now going into 2025 to resume or pick up some new goals, right? So don't get caught up in perfectionism. The majority of what you're doing is what's important here. So that's going to do it for today, y'all. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it helps you in building habits and continuing on with your New Year's resolutions past at least the first couple months of the year, right? Um, and yeah, if you guys really enjoyed this episode, please Feel free to share this episode with friends, family, and loved ones, anyone that could benefit from hearing this episode or anything from this show. 
And please leave a rating and a review if you haven't already on Apple or Spotify. Um, it's a great way to support the show. It's free, takes very little time. And then last but not least, please check out the show notes if you would like to support the show in a monetary sense. I have handpicked affiliate companies in the show notes that I personally love all of their products and they're things that I personally use and have found benefit in. And so therefore, I believe that you as well can find benefit and uh, f please feel free to check them out, try out some of the products. There's some really, really great stuff in there. And of course, you're gonna have discount codes with everything in there. Uh, so please check that out. Uh, check out, you know, the f not the fine print, but look at the uh, show note uh, little links and there's uh, little codes there as well. So you can apply that to checkout. A lot of them are 20% off of your entire order, which is a pretty solid uh, discount. And it's just kind of my way of saying thank you for being a listener to this show. And aside from that, you guys, I will see you on the next episode next Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. It truly means the world to me. So happy to be able to have you here and to share this information. And uh, yeah, until next week, you guys know the motto. It's do everything with good intentions and connect your elements. And I will see you next week. Much love, everyone. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.